the week of Friday, or the end of, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's, it's the week of Friday, October 29th, 2010, the weekend, this weekend is Halloween weekend. Yes, it is. So excited about that. Yes. Yeah. And it's also uh, Long Beach Comic Con. Yes, it is. Um, which no. I won't be going to, but you will, Tony. I'm there right now. You are there right now, and and you are accompanied by Joey. Joey's going, yes. And Tom. Tom Pinchuk. So you will see Tom there. And and, and Sora the Key will be there. And and Sora the Key. Thank you, Sora. And what I a, don't know what who's. a good what a what a fantastic uh, user. Yeah, he's like he I was like, can I help out? Can I? What do you need me to do? I mean, it's very he, very nice. He he bought his own ticket, and he's like, I'm gonna be there. I was like, dude, go see what you want to see and do your stuff. Yeah. And if, if you happen, you know, but yeah, so cool. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. And to think it all started with handing out buttons. Yeah. At San Diego yeah. last year. That's how it all yeah, began. Was it San Diego? It was. Nah, or, no, no, it was, it was Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, because I had run, he saw me last year at Comic-Con because I, mm -hmm. I had that one extra t-shirt with the, the art by Chris G. Russo. Yeah. So I said, okay, who, anyone that comes up to me and recognizes the first person, I'll give you the shirt. And then he came up to me, and, and that's when we met. That's, and then That's how the relationship yeah. began. Because in a couple, I think it was how like the, the next day or the day after, he was wearing the shirt, advertising, wow. or not advertising, but representing yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comic Vine. And yeah, that's how it helped I began. I think you could get sued for that, huh. saying it's advertising. Well, I mean, in a sense it is. But. In a sense, it is. Anyway, he he was wearing a nice uh, T-shirt of ours, so that yes. was cool. So, Sora, um, I'm sorry I can't be there to see you, but yeah. you know, hopefully you guys have a great time. And you're doing an unofficial meet and greet too. Yes. At Islands, which is the the scene of the crime <laughs> where we did that interview with Tom Finchuk. <laughs> we knocked over that glass in the the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you you guys will do that, and you guys are gonna have dinner. So you know, if you if you happen to listen to this in time and you do go to to uh long beach comic con be, you know be on the lookout for for some of our uh comic vine stuff yeah i'll probably be wearing uh like our san diego comic um comic vine shirts to make yeah. it easier so. yeah you should be easy to spot anyways so let's talk um a little bit about uh the comics that came out this week because we've, we've got like a huge, huge stack, stack here. and we have not gone through yeah i haven't I even, even think finished reading half of this stuff yeah. um so we can start with avengers yeah since our inscripted we went that. up yesterday and uh you know i mean you know how i feel about that i saw a lot of the comments where um people are very confused i i i, I don't wasn't overly confused no i mean there was a lot i think um i started thinking about the artwork i think maybe the artwork uh contributed to why it, it might be so confusing maybe i don't know i mean it's a it's 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 hard with uh, time stream stuff. Yeah. When you're messing I, with the time stream, you, you know, make I hate a confusing the, story. I hate to say it. It's nothing against this particular artist, John Romita Jr. Because I do like I, I'm a bit I'm a fan of John Romita Jr. Uh -huh. And I think on on certain books, you know, we, we I, I've said this so many times. But you know, I always wonder not just with this books, like what happens like if a different artist did a particular book or, or issue. You know, mm -hmm. it, it could be like anything, not not just this. Because I just wonder, I mean, it would be a totally different thing, you know, especially depending on the artist, or I mean, on the writer, if they don't have like a, a strict script, if they're just like, okay, do this. And then sometimes the artist interprets it a little differently. So I just wonder what this would have been like if, if someone else did it. You know, what's interesting is that um, I don't have a problem with it. But you're not alone because I think um, the well, some people are like yeah like some people are very anti, like strongly about it yeah they they really don't like it um, 
I'd love to hear what other people think, though, like uh, how, how you guys feel about John Romita Jr.'s work on the Avengers and on his on his other projects, too. I mean, he's currently also the penciler for Kick-Ass mm-hmm. and Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass and two. Um, what else is he doing? I think that's what all he's doing right, right now. now. I mean, whether he does other random things. But I also got to say to cover this, um, Thor and Hulk, future Hulk, didn't... The, didn't. the cover's not very striking, and I don't know what's going on here. That Did she just ruin the... She's someone, just someone swinging the, through the air. Maybe it's like the end of the, the heroic the age. Oh, that's very telling. I don't know. Messing with the time stream messes up the heroic age. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool, kind of epic, just a whole sneak into the Ultron War. What I didn't really like, which I didn't mention in our review, is like Kill Raven. You yeah. Know, it's like when the, well, I shouldn't say. Anyways, he's, he's there and it's like, oh, what do we do with Kill Raven? And then it's like, it's they just didn't mentioned. address it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mentioned. Briefly mentioned. Oh, he's, he's, we took care of that, but it's not. Because I thought, is he going to stick he, around? Is he, he going to join a team? This might be addressed in another another book yeah. that we didn't get to. Possibly, yeah. Because there, there's there's little ties, that, which is great that they're doing that. Because mm-hmm. uh, in like Captain America 611, uh, which I find, find that, there's a little mention of like Iron Man knowing the future. So maybe they're going to tie things in like here that. as well. Yeah. So, so you've got you've got. I mean, these two tying together definitely. Yeah. And then of course in Avengers, there's mention of Bucky, and you know Cap- the trial of Bucky is starting. So is that related? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So speaking of Captain America six eleven, just to try to yeah, since keep we're going to segue into this. On. So we did a preview theater on this. Yeah. So uh, because of Zemo, Baron Zemo, he he kind of pushed things so people know that Captain America is really Bucky, who is was formerly Winter Soldier, so people are not happy. And it's is the trial of Captain America, you know, is he gonna go on trial? What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a sticky situation and, and Steve Rogers is trying to defend Bucky because you know he, he was brainwashed, he wasn't in control. So it's it's very interesting to see what's gonna happen with this. You know? Yeah. It's a it seems like a pretty interesting story. Yeah. And what what's kinda interesting also is Hawkeye is one that's like really like upset about this because he, he you know he talks to Iron Man uh, Steve and Black Widow and he's like you guys knew about this but you didn't tell us and now it's like yeah. exploding our faces but mm-hmm. what Black Widow brings up is they all kind of have these shady pasts because you know Hawkeye was a criminal and you know she was a, a spy and mm-hmm. you know then you got like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and I mean there's like so many Avengers that were bad at something I mean like Eric O'Grady who's a secret Avenger you know so it's like and this happens a lot you know not not just with Avengers characters yeah. but just in general yeah so he needs to pipe down. Yeah, so Chill it, it's, out, it's a bad Hawkeye. situation. But I, I like the interaction between Steve and the president where yeah. you know, Steve's trying to say, you know, you you can pardon him, but it's like, can he really? Because now that the public know you know, media's all over this. So it's kind of a sticky but then situation. That makes, that makes the president look bad, right? Yeah. So you have to be careful with Cause, that. Yeah, because they mentioned here, and I'm not giving away too much, that um, FDR actually pardoned Namor because mm-hmm. Namor like flooded New York City or something like that. So he, he mm-hmm. was able to to pardon him because you know he fought with the event with the invaders so it's 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 hard to say i mean and just the fact that you know bucky was brainwashed so it's that might be hard yeah for the, it's the like general it's like public a temporary grasp. insanity though yeah you know so we'll have to see what Ple- happens pleading, with that. pleading temporary temporary insanity so yeah. we are going to talk about that now fantastic four 584 yes it's freaking brilliant yeah i i love this yeah and it's I, like I said, it, it's such a fun comic. You know, I, I I've always liked Fantastic Four. It's like one of the first series I started reading back in the eighties. 
but just Jonathan Hickman, he gets it. He's it's it's it's, it's his great. team. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so. He's, he's doing it. Steve Epting, I've I've loved forever, and you know his he did a lot of work on this current Captain America volume. Mm-hmm. It's just it's good stuff. It's really really good, and I'm I'm shocked at actually how how great. It is. Yeah. So maybe you need to go back and start reading maybe some I, other. Maybe I need to read Hickman's whole run. Yeah. Still love that um, Namor gets a full page in here. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Constipated page. But hey, uh, check out our review. <laughs> I didn't mean to skip that. Superman 704. I did not read this. So we. I think we can say this is a filler issue. Well, because I don't think this was a planned issue. I mean, we've talked about it before. It's not, it's not a planned issue because uh, JMS was supposed to go, you know, yeah, he's, write all he's, the issues, he's but he had, had to some, take a break because yeah, he was which sick. Which is understandable. Yeah, so totally, we got totally get that. So else. this is actually um, technically a filler issue, but um, interestingly enough, it's dealing with a lot of issues that JMS <laughs> didn't deal with mm-hmm. and um, addressed a lot of the complaints that I'd had. But... Uh, I was talking to Norm about it this morning. I mean, should I really talk about this? I'm going to review it. Oh, I talked a little about Captain America, and that's that's yeah. I mean, you, you talk about you don't have to give your entire. Well, it's up to you. Well, I guess like we, um, so they deal with everything that I wanted them to deal with, mm-hmm. and um, in completely the wrong way. So, bad execution. Yeah, but the right um, right. You, you know what? Uh, I'm getting upset just uh, looking at this. So, so let's move let's on. move on. <laughs> And That's the art good. looks like Dora the Explorer. Cool. And if you read it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. The road not. Not that it's Dora is bad. Actually, did you know that my nickname in college was yes, Dora? Yes. You tell me about that. Yeah, I probably have talked about that before. Yeah. But there's two different versions of Dora now. There are. Yeah, they. Um, there's like a Chinese Dora now. No, no. Well, they they've kind of aged Dora. Oh, they really? made her like a preteen, so they can. So have she these can grow dolls. with her audience. Not, see, I think there's. I don't think there's new cartoon, and I don't know why we're talking about Dora. Pretty on, soon she's gonna <laughs> be like podcast. <laughs> but no, they they updated her, made her kind of like a preteen, so they can have these like brats style dolls. So she can ha- they can sell like clothing accessories. I haven't seen them in the stores. I I don't go in that no, section. No, I really the, the don't like brats dolls at all. I don't either. Um, but, I think they're like over sexualized. Yeah, it's, it's, com- yeah, completely. It's different with Barbie because Barbie at least looks like. A grown uh, adult woman, with a like a, a two foot long neck. And well, I'm not saying she's um, yeah, proportional, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but just that's the whole the makeup but thing and the style of clothing. A, and she's a woman, you know, yeah. and the brat dolls are they look like children with really large heads. Yeah, and they try to I don't know I just I wouldn't let my kid you know buy a brat doll I think mm-hmm. they're gross. So anyway, so yeah, so Dora they're they're doing like. An older version with, I think, more clothing accessories for that. But I don't think they're going to. Car- I don't know what they're doing with the cartoons because, luckily, Dora is not watched in our household. So luckily, what do you mean? Dora's a great show. It was fine. Yeah, for one, when my daughter was like two, but you know, she's she's past that. She's she d- she le- can learn Espanol yeah. at home. Yeah, comfort of her couch. Rachel Gould, Return home. of Bruce Wayne. Um, all right. If you uh, haven't read this week's uh, Batman Return of Bruce Wayne, the the Road Home comics, read Oracle before you read Rachel Gould. Okay, I have not read either yet. Uh, I read Rachel Gould and some well, of McDaniel some of the Oracle. Dark. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, um, can I segue here just yeah, for for a I'll moment? You know how we were talking about Batman and Robin and like, Peter Tomasi, and I forget who's doing the art with him on Batman and Robin. Yes, but it's actually they are not doing the next couple issues. It's, oh, it's oh, now I forget who's writing, but but um, Scott McDaniel I believe is doing the art, 
and I forget who's writing it, but it's they, they needed a little bit of a breather since they're working on like the Green Lantern. You know, Peter Tomasi's just busy, uh-huh. so I guess oh crap, I forgot someone else is gonna be writing, and it was it was kind of cool, so it's gonna be interesting. But anyways, going back to Bruce Wayne, the Road Home. Mm. What'd you you want to talk thoughts? These these one shots, I, I you know what? Uh, I don't like the execution here. Just all these random one shots, not knowing. This is this is uh, for overall. This is actually written okay. I mean, it's not a terrible. What's well, it's uh, Fabian Nietzsche? Yeah, no, uh, I I like his stuff, yeah. but uh, this was just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And for those Kinda listening that wanna, can't see, can I just give it away? Like, yeah. who the hell cares? So, I mean, obviously Batman's back and he captures a bunch of, you know, dirty cops and he's got this rope that comes out of his utility belt and um, in his narrative he says, the filament cord is lined with tactile sensors, (laughs) turning it into a polygraph machine. It's a golden lasso, damn it. It's Wonder Woman's freaking lasso. But it's not compelling them. Ugh. It's not compelling them to tell the truth. It's, it's a po- yeah, it's no. Deter- no, it's determining Ugh. if they tell the truth. Okay. Slight variation. Stupid. <laughs> dumb, 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 dumb. All right, you're 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 like making our sound you know, blow Stupid. blow people's speakers. Batman Detective Comics. Which people are saying this is great. I have not read this issue. You know what? I've been reading them. It's not great. It's I, fun. I know Norm likes it. It's good. It's fun. It, it's 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 good writing, but I don't know how you feel about all this Joker stuff. I don't like. Joker like I don't like. Uh, it's kind of campy, mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, there's underlying issues that are dealt with that are that are kind of strong. This is an interesting page. It there's looks a double like where's Waldo? Ha ha he he ha ha he ha ha ha. Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty neat page, or double pages. Um, I do want to say. So Scott McDaniel has, you know, his own style. And that's one of the things I, the good thing about having so many different Batman books is that, because this is so different than just any of the other Batman. So it's like we get to see so many different versions of Batman, Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Oh, Scott McDaniel did this too? Yeah. I like his art. I think it's neat. I think he did Batgirl before, didn't he? Wasn't he the artist on Batgirl when it was Cassandra Cain? Uh... I, I can't I tell you. I know he he's does. he's done Nightwing for a, a while. He did a lot of Nightwing. Oh yeah, he did with uh, Chuck Dixon. I think so. Yeah, he was he was on yeah a long time. But I, I'm not. Sh- I couldn't tell you exactly. But anyway, Batman. moving on. Secret Avengers. I didn't read. Did you read this? Yes, I did. Um, it's okay. Sh- I'm I'm not the biggest Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi fan. It's Mike Diodat. So people that were a little upset that last issue. I think Mike Michael Lark did the art. Um, so Mike Diodato is back doing the art. So there's some stuff. There is. This guy um, looks like Bruce Lee. Yeah, I, I mean they came out in the, in the '70s. So there's the whole, whole um, kung fu craze. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I'm a little. I'm gonna use this this moment to segue. There is um, someone doing this like Bruce Lee uh, uh, um, documentary. Yeah. That was gonna be I think like on a History Channel. Okay. So they contacted me and they had all these questions about like kung fu like bruce lee and you know in comics and stuff like that so i you know gave him some questions they're like and i i told him it's like you know there you know there's all these these kung fu comics you know marvel put these out these like kind of magazines and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i was like you know you can i gave him links to like ebay look at this and you know all this stuff because you know we got bruce lee in our, our database and yeah yeah I, I then and they're like gonna say oh you know maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you we'll interview you you know for this documentary and everything like that and then they like never got back to me and I don't even know if if they think if I got any credit for like all the help that you know. You should look into that. I should, but it's, it's 
I, I don't I don't even, I don't even know if it's aired yet. So if anyone knows about a Bruce Lee documentary that I think was on, I think it was a how history long channel. ago was this? Um, it was before you came on board. So like a year ago. Yeah, if if not long, like you a year, year and a year and a half. Probably no, it's not been that long. Joining us is Norm from Tested.com. Hello. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. I, it's been a while since I've been on the Comic Pod podcast. Yeah, you've been yeah. been too really, busy. Really Great to have you. Us. Great to have Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Eating. Do you know anything about a Bruce Lee documentary? Lately? Bruce Lee documentary. No. Hmm. Is this the one officially sanctioned by his um, his will? I, I I don't Life? know. My my rant was that that someone in charge of it asked me all these like comic book related questions about like kung fu and comics. I might maybe I don't know. I think it was Bruce Lee because I, I don't know if that was a specific angle. Hmm. And so I I gave him all the stuff like character like different characters like you know Iron Fist and um, Sons of the Dragon or you know all these different stuff and I never heard anything about. It. So it's like thanks thanks for you know. You guys talking comics? Yeah. yeah. We, we, Have you guys gone through the list already? We've gone no, no, through no, 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 yeah. Avengers, Captain America. Oh my gosh! Can um, I give my Fantastic quick thoughts Four, on Superman, all of these? Did <laughs> you get the best ones? What? Well, we got get going. Okay. All right. Quickly. Go, I'm, go, I'm go. gonna take the stack. And, and backing up, even though we're in the middle. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Middle I have a lot to say. I'll make it quick. I'll two cents for each. Avengers. I talked to Sarah about this. I uh, like the writing. Don't like the art. I don't think John Romita Jr. works very well with a lot of Avengers together, especially when they're the future and the characters aren't familiar with Stuart Eminent. At least they're talking with action. Here, it's all kind of standing around. Plus, the story is kind of convoluted. By it as a trade, I think, because the story kind of does wrap up, and there's ominous stuff with Iron Man in the future. Yeah. I do like the, the the dialogue, the conversation with Ultron in the beginning. Yes, I, the, I the, the, the great the, Bendis. I, I think that was very good and very typical of Bendis. Captain America. I actually thought this was okay. Um, it did it was kind of slow and obviously clearly in issue one of mm-hmm. an arc, um, but does set the the tone for uh, you know kind of like a weird storyline. You wouldn't really think this like would work because you think he's Captain America, Bucky's Captain America. You know, everyone would forgive him. No one would really care what he did as Winter Soldier, but they did a good job of convincing you that you know that they still want to try to punish him, kind of arbitrarily, but you know, for for yeah. the good of the storyline. Yeah, yeah. But it's like when celebrities get busted, you know, people forget about it and then they're back. I don't yeah. forget. I remember. <laughs> Fantastic Four, five four eighty four. I'm sure you guys talked about this. I know you guys did a yeah, review, right? Yeah, we love it. Absolutely love it. I'm gonna reiterate what I said last time. Uh, Hickman is uh, picking up. All the pieces that Mark Miller left on the floor after his crazy uh, Fantastic Four arc, and I love that. I love all the Silver Surfer stuff. That is, it's really good. So Those good. last two pages, what? Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just like the, the tone of, of Surfer when he talks to Richard. It's so like you can tell it's it's serious business. You can tell it, you know this is not some not just He's something not you can throw, around, throw away. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm, I'm glad they didn't actually go back to the Valeria. Um, Doctor Doom stuff because then there's gonna be intertwining storylines. Mm-hmm. A lot of hint, you know, a lot of like familiar characters from the Mark Miller run, like those kids, the alien kids who are staying with them. So I'm, I'm Tony doesn't like those no, kids. Too many kids. But it's it's part it's part of the legacy and, and story of Fantastic. Four. You know, it's like the Fantastic Four. They can barely watch over their own kids, and then they're bringing in more kids into the. It's like the, the Jolie family, Jolie family. Jolie Pitt family. Superman. Superman. Uh, I think we all agree we did not like the story. This is supposed to be the continuation of Straczynski's run, but it's not written by him, right? It's right. Power. He was sick, so he took a break, and this is kind of like an in-between stage. Yeah, I wish I was here when you guys talked about this because I think we can agree. It's I a story it. that we wanted, uh, the Lois Lane story, but she, it's like her inner dialogue. This is what I've been waiting was, for, and she was portrayed as an extremely weak character. So weak. And so vulnerable, and it's totally... 
especially Wilson, uh, you might be a great yeah. writer, but you don't know Lois Lane. And I'm especially sorry. after all the, the you know the War Superman stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like again, that is not addressed. They're, they don't address at all. all that she lost her father. Yeah, you know she's going through. Yeah. I mean, this is more about su- her being Superman. This is like, freaking baby stories. Woman, like, you know, just being the girl, and like I know they kind of address that. Like, oh, I'm, I'm being cheesy here. Like, but still, that's not her character. Yeah, sorry, dude. Oracle. I'm gonna combine Oracle and Rachel Ghoul. I know Sarah. We talked about this. You did not like uh, the take on Batman, partly because of the timing, because Bruce Wayne isn't really back yet. You know, mm-hmm. Return of Bruce Wayne isn't done yet. I love this. I think collected all these number ones, um, all these um, the Road Homes, really gives you a sense of why Batman Incorporated is coming into action. And I like that the reveal at the end is that Rachel Ghoul is the big bad behind tying all these things together. I know it's Vicky Vale and and you know whoever's hunting her. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know why Bruce Wayne is wearing the outfit. I think it's appropriate because he is not Batman. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't earned the right to be Batman in his absence. Uh, I don't know if he needs those powers, um, but it is it very uh, reminiscent of Nightfall and what, you know Night's End and when he came back and he, how he needed to you know reclaim the mantle, um, but not reclaim it from the enemy, but from from yeah, his legacy. From his, mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you like that lasso? The the. Again, Just, I don't think I, he needs I the don't, powers. Don't even, don't even, don't even address the powers. It. Batman but, detective. Um, this, um, when the story arc started, uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was kind of predictable at the end, but it is a very nice, like, just Detective Comics, you know, it, collected, it'll be, it'll be fine. Not essential reading, but it is, if you've been missing out on a good Bruce Wayne detective story, you know, with Jim it's, Gordon. It's fun. It is totally good Classic it's fun Batman. and it's good writing. Yeah. It's not dark. It's no, no, not. No, it's, it's mid '90s Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mid late '90s Batman. Uh, Norm, do you know? Um, have, did you hear who's doing Batman and Robin after Grant Morrison and before? Because Peter Tomasi is actually he needs like a couple months before he comes I on. I did not. I have not heard. Okay, because it's Scott McDaniel is doing the art for. I think it's two I'm issues. Totally cool. But with that. some, I, I cannot remember who is writing it, and it's driving me crazy. But okay. Anyway. So now, okay, now, now we're caught up. Covered. Secret Avengers. So, uh, yeah, there's Ching Chi. And uh, there is a certain character from Immortal Iron Fist, which Love we won't Iron mention Fist. who yeah, it me is. Too. And we got Mike Diodato's art back. Yep. And we got the. the Still the fake Nick Fury? Uh, Max Fury. That's Max Fury? The, yeah, that guy. <laughs> the the fake life, Nick life, Fury. I'm not going to call him a life multi decoy because he's, he's, he's yeah. more than that now. Yeah, if you read the last issue. So, what did you think? Hmm. Is this series uh, stale? Is it getting it, stale? I, I think the series, it's not what we wanted, right? It doesn't feel like it's like Secret Avengers. What is their, what is their mission statement? Well, I like because like here they they do some they had to break some laws and they're they're doing things that the regular Avengers wouldn't do, which is but really, not quite like what X Force. Which is really funny because do. you've got like the same group of people in the Captain America book, being like super well, yeah. you know. We play by the rules and yada yada yada, but here they're they're disregarding the law. I think we wanted we wanted to be uh, uh, Steve Rogers Secret Warriors, like what Nick Fury did with Secret Warriors, which is really fun um, and clandestine. But here it's it's not very believable, especially mm-hmm. when he has so many powerhouses. I like it on the team. I do like that it's not it's no longer off world mm-hmm. and it's more terrorist organization stuff. Um, the the ending stuff was pretty good the the last couple pages yeah so definitely setting things up so yeah and I like that they're back on Earth too mm-hmm. amazing Spider Man so I love this cover it's the end yeah all these covers have been great they tied There's, together aren't they right I like, think so the they they look like they should I haven't 
um, done it. Oh. So this is the last of the Mark Wade origin of species, the the goblin baby. So we get loose ends are tied up. And, A little too quickly. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the last issue where we got like Psycho Spider-Man, yeah. like yeah. just pissed oh, yeah. off because he, he, you know, he thinks the baby's the dead. He's just, afraid of just, him. Yep. Yeah, just because we want to see that once in a while. That, that's not who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, it's nice seeing him just, just pissed. cut loose and just yep. showing yeah. how awesome he can be. You know, yep. he's he's a strong guy and triple so, A player. Um, uh, yeah, so I, here, I liked it, but not as much as the last one. I thought it ended way too abruptly. There was mm-hmm. a kind of like a cliffhanger of, you know, the lizard yeah, uh, it, taking the baby. It, and suddenly it's, it's all resolved at the end, you know, and that's it. He gets the baby and it's a happy ending. There's a bit of a twist at the end that yes. might lead to future stuff. Mm-hmm. But speaking of that, whole... that twist, there's something that one character says to Spider-Man that I thought was a little odd. So we can talk about that after because it, okay. it doesn't seem right. And it could be with the brand new day thing. But this is um, setting things up for dance lots big time where Peter Parker's luck is turning around again. It's, it's like he's like on this roller coaster where mm. things are going to be going good for him, even though things are like so sucky lately. He has like, you know, he's blacklisted. He can't be a photographer. He's got no money. His roommate sold all his clothes and he had to sell his camera. So. What do you, what'd you guys think of the arc as a whole? You know, you think it stands? Um, I, 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 I like the writing. You know, Mark Wade, obviously, you know, he wrote it, so it was good. I didn't really care so much that, oh, here's Norman Osborn's baby. Everyone's trying to get it. It, it was okay. What did you think, Sarah? I didn't read the whole story arc, so I can't, you know, give my take from that perspective. But um, I actually thought Mark's writing was a little weak here. Okay. But that's just I, I, I felt, you know, if you got all these bad guys, I, I, I would almost expect more of them to converge on Spider-Man at once. But it's like he kind of took them, you know, little by little. Oh, I'm swinging around the block here, someone else. And I'm it did be- feel like it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. And I, I got that sense, that point across. Um, my baby. <laughs> yeah, all I see is Will. Will Smith. And his my baby. My baby. The baby did, did go through some crazy action. Like how yeah. the baby survived Survived that, that is okay. unbelievable. Well, if it's an Osborne baby. And, and it went from entire New York hunting Spider-Man because he kidnapped a baby to at the end. Oh, you know, Steve Rogers made a few calls. Uh, and, uh, and, and It's all good. <laughs> Everything's, it's okay Everything's okay. Everything's okay. It's, it's a good nice, reset. Nice, nice and easy. Captain America Patriot. Oh, love man. it. Still love loving it. it. Still um, loving it. I, I think I'm going to have to um, get this as a trade when it comes out. Yeah. And, it, and the the the, the Weisers, they're very nice people. Oh, and yeah. extremely talented. It's not yes. even over yet. It, I mean, no. it feels like it. it well, because I think one and two came out like really closely together, mm-hmm. and then three was like it's almost felt like I think it was like two weeks in between, yeah. and then it was a month between this. But it, I mean, I love Captain America. Captain America is not in this because this is when they think Captain America is dead. Yes. So we got. So um, th- this Patriot. is the time between when Captain America is frozen and lost, mm-hmm. and also between when he's. You know, it's a time when U.S. government had to keep Captain America alive, and so. But it's not a story about Captain America. It's a story about this guy. Yes, you know, who is, yeah, he's Jeff. And he's the Patriot, and just how he he's dealing with being in this superhero world and being Captain America. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's really it's really great. good. Great writing, yeah. great art. The art uh, is so beautiful, mm-hmm. and it feels very very Silver Age. Yeah, and the colors. I like the colors too. No, the art. See that that that's yeah. A lot of times, you know, I have this like issue with colors that sometimes I feel like there's too much colors. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hate to say it, but like a lot of the Boom Studios books, it seems like the colors just They're, they pop too it's, much. It's like yeah, too much, and it, it 
it doesn't i mean i know it's a comic book and it's going to have a comic booky feel but it's just sometimes too much and here's and, very noirish yeah you know somebody noticed about all the books that came out this week and i know probably previous weeks the big two page spread in the middle really there's a really good like cliffhanger point before that page mm-hmm. always and i thought was that was nice uh, did you guys talk about the these two no not, no, yet. not okay. yet jla and a 99 i did not either sarah's looking forward to this I was looking forward to it because of the controversy behind us. Uh, the 99 is actually um, a Muslim uh, team of superheroes. No. So I, 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 I guess it's, it's hard to um, explain this. So basically the, the premise of this, this is issue one of six, and the premise is um, the JLA teams up with uh, the 99 to create this area, like this bubble, where they take people who have um, who've come from all parts of the world to live together in peace, like in this one small city. And um, they're kind of cut off from the rest of the world. So it's interesting. Um, I feel like, like DC's trying to bridge the, you know, okay, you know, here we have the, the East, you know, Eastern culture. And... Um, and, you know, Western culture, you can bring them together. You know, people in the Middle East read comic books too, I guess. But the the thing that it just doesn't line up with continuity, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you got Superman, Wonder Wait, is that like new Wonder Woman on the cover? Well, yeah, it's new Wonder Woman on the cover. And, I mean, this is just a small detail. It's new Wonder Woman on the cover, and she's just discovering her powers and the Wonder Woman mm-hmm. issue that came out this week as well. But you... I think the problem with this this book, I mean, the biggest problem is that um, I'm reading this and I don't know who any of these characters are. And there isn't enough, like, this This is not a good issue one because I don't know these people. I don't know their powers. And putting them together with the, the JLA, I mean, JLA books are tough enough to read sometimes on their own because there's so many people and and now we got 99 And now I people. have like all these other superheroes I have no idea and no clue about. Uh, I, you know, I didn't sit there and count the, every But, every but thematically, are there like culture clashes in uh, there? I mean, you know, no. I think, no. I don't think so because, I mean, obviously, you know, our American superheroes are, I guess, secular i mean can i say that because they are they are they're not i mean there's there's really no trace of of religion and i think that has a lot to do with the fact that like our culture really well Well, you know there's no religion because superman is the jesus figure well yeah uh but i mean it's it's never like it's not like it's embedded in our culture right or in the comics right or in the comics so it isn't here either. It's just. It's, I don't it's know. weird that they decided to go with a new. Uh, I'm not sure if the 99 are existing um, characters. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's this the, other, the 99 is. Um, um, it's another publishing company. Teshkeel oh, okay. Comics. So they so kind of join together, okay. kind of do a crossover, which is an interesting concept. And it's nice. And I think in theory and on paper, it's great. But the way that it was executed here, it was very difficult to read and kind of confusing. And. Um, totally falls out of line with uh, what's going on in so, continuity. So kind of weird. Maybe it's easier for someone who is already a fan of 99 to read, read it. it because Absolutely. they kind of know who Superman, Batman, yeah. and Wonder Woman are, in, in, not the other way around. Exactly. In fact, if 
anybody listening has read the 99 um and if you were a fan of of the team i would be interested to hear what you have to say about this because um you know my i'm unfamiliar with the team so at, at least i got the little boxes the you know yeah, those but that's are names just, and it's power, just but not yeah, enough i mean flipping through this I, i'm not like compelled like if, if i Is saw this, this an alex like, ross cover though uh probably not it's it'll probably say and uh, the credits it hopefully say but it doesn't like, you're like uh, probably not I, I think um, no because I mean like like the the, the the Krypton last family of Krypton yeah there's that cover it looked very Alex Rossi yes. and I, I forget who did that but it was not I think Alex Ross is too busy at Dynamite you know I mm -hmm. think that's where he's doing all his covers so no Black Adam family cast of characters like that's that's something I would assume they would kind of bring in no I didn't, I didn't no okay all right. Teen Titans. Oh, so gosh. jumping on point, JT like, like Kroll. I couldn't get through it because for some reason, like I, because they maybe because they heavily promoted it so much in, in the back of other issues. I don't read those. I always feel like I've seen the story. Same with Night and Squire, and it was tough to just, to get through. Uh, could somebody explain to me, uh, Ravager is good now, right? Yes. Uh, as good as, I mean... That, that, I mean, there's, there's an interesting, interesting question because she's been off the team for a while. And so Wonder Girl is is leading the team and Superboy has a conversation with her. He's like, it's kind of interesting that you invited Ravager back on the team because you don't approve of her styles. Because there's, there's a point where she pulls out her sword and chops a guy's hand off, you know, and that's just the way she is. So she's she's good, but she's not going to play she's by the their rogue. rules. And, and so, so Cassie's kind of like, well, you know, we, we might need that kind of Power. fighting style at, at some point. So. Also better to keep her as an ally than yeah. outcast her. I, I, I like the issue. I uh, Yeah. Oh, yes, she did. There goes that guy's hand. Yeah. So I, I think it's good. It's, it's uh, And it also sets up, because as you everyone probably knows, Damien is mm -hmm. going to be coming. So there's a little conversation where Dick, as Batman, is talking to Damien and, like, what it's like growing up with, with Batman. And then he says, well, there's one thing I had that you don't have, and that was friends. Yes. So Dick kind of sees that, you know, a, you know, growing up with Batman, being Robin, that's just not enough. I mean, you need some sort of normalcy. Normalcy. You know, being, normalcy. Being a kid and... So. I, that, I, that's the one that everyone's going to read. That's yeah. Wait for Damien. Which, going back to last week, I know I can get a chance to talk about this. The uh, Batman Superman issue with Damien Supergirl. Yes. So fun, so good. That was, yeah. Yeah, Josh it, it, Williamson. It, it proves that Damien should be, you should you need to put him with peers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I mean, that was excellent writing because, you know, I wouldn't think, I mean, Damien's a little twerp. I but, love his, his Matches Malone yeah. outfit. Yeah, so that, that, that was good. Okay. Wonder Woman, 604. I still don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> she does uncover another one of her powers. This yeah. is so... Ugh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I even need to talk about this. Yeah, it's just just the, the dialogue in the beginning, right? Um, it's appropriate that you carry your mother's image on that shield since you're going to be joining her shortly. Why? Because you'll be dead. <laughs> Like where's your mom? She's dead. You know she's dead. I just don't. I just don't understand. It really doesn't feel like Wonder Woman. She's not like. I. I it feels. Not. It's like Ultimate Wonder Woman is what it feels like. It's just no. It's not Ultimate. No, Wonder no. Woman. I meant like in it's, Ultimate it's, Comics. It's bad Wonder Woman. It's it's like the Ultimate Comics where it's in a new no, separate I, universe. I know what you meant. I was just trying to make a joke. 
But there is some some um, progress. So some people like the jacket. Some people don't like the jacket. So there's something dealt with that. Okay. Well, you know what? I think what? she's the such a top character to write. And Greg Rucka didn't have a problem writing Wonder Woman. She can be written well. It's like the Superman problem, you know. Yeah. Uh, Superman can be a tough character to write. Action comics. All right. So um, you both like this a lot. You like the action comics. In, ac- in, in action comics, uh, they've been focusing on Lex, right? Yes. He stole the, the title. Yes, perfect. He's greedy. Mm-hmm. And in his, because he wants the ring back. Yeah. So he he's, wants he's looking the orange for, ring back. But he's looking for the Black Lantern energy. He's also energy. looking for the Black Lantern energy. Going across the world with his fake Lois, Robot <laughs> Lois, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. <laughs> it's so weird. And he's fighting all his old uh, allied villains, mm-hmm. right? But he's not in his power suit. It's just him and his like expedition. Well, team. he he does have the suit. He he has the suit on he, command. It can right. swarm but around. But it's mostly him and like his team. Mm-hmm. Um, he died in the last issue, seemingly. He's and died before. He died in 1990. Uh, yes. He, yeah. He was. Actually, he, he, he also put his brain in his clone son's body. When, yeah. Um, and when he had the full head of hair and, and dated Supergirl, whatever. Uh, yeah, it is a different Supergirl. So death, I that's think, was pretty cool, written. though. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. The, that, the, and that's the panel, actually, those three panels are what they're promoting. In yeah, all that's on a, in a, the DC Nation at the back where death touches Lois, or death touches Lex's nose and it starts mm-hmm. to, to crumble. So everyone was kind of worried because while this did have, like, Neil Gaiman's, like, blessing, uh, it wasn't written by Neil Gaiman, so mm-hmm. we wondering how death would be written. And I thought she, she was written really well. Yes. Really, really well. And Lex's development as a character, like his internal thought process and how he vocalizes it, really ma- humanized him, mm-hmm. which I think is the point of this this arc. Yeah. What I wasn't completely crazy about... It's her outfit. No, that's her outfit. She always wears. Is, uh, she doesn't look right. You know, her, her, her she's art. De- she's, which, she's one of the endless. Yeah, yeah. but... I, she looks I how... However, you, re, you know... However, I guess I'm thinking of, of Chris Bacalos, you know, or that, that, you know, Death, the High Cost of Living. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know. That's how I pronounce it. I'm in, I, I'm in no. Guerrero land, so I, I pronounce can. things how I want. <laughs> um, yeah. Let, let that people complain. Give them something to complain about. The art didn't bother me that much. It's um, it's Woods. Um, is it Pete yeah, Woods? Yeah, Pete Woods. Yeah, which he, he does action comics all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very consistent. He, he does good, like, a lot of good expressions on Lex's. Yeah. Face, you know, yeah. he's he's been doing great on that. And but, then I got the Jimmy Olsen story. I, yeah, skip that completely. Make make the comics cheaper. Ditch the story. Yeah, so that'll happen in, Guys, in January. The art in this Jimmy Olsen story is amazing. Really? Yeah, really. Hmm. It's really. I do good. like the, I love the inking, and you know, it kind of reminds me of like a Dodson light. Uh, these facial expressions are very Dodson good. only better. Look at that. That's great. Very highly detailed. Yeah. I just can't find interest in can't, the Jimmy Olsen can't story. Can't do it, huh? Well, I think it's pretty. Anyone read Supergirl? I did. I did. I really annual. wanted to. Didn't. I, I liked it a lot. Even with the Legion. Now, this is Supergirl, and she's uh, teaming up with Legion of Superheroes. But Super it's Heroes. not the same as the Supergirl and Legion of Superheroes. Because she was with them for... She was, when Mark Wade wrote it. Yeah, it was like... And it was a whole... It was, like, like, it was called Supergirl and the Legion yeah. of Superheroes. This is... One of her, I mean, it, it's it's an annual, so it's kind of like stand on its own. And the things that it establishes really is the relationship between Supergirl and Brainy, Brainiac Five, and that is wonderful. Um, their bickering and bantering is, is just so fun because you know they have a history or they have a future, I should say. Hmm. 
Um, and it feels like a classic, you know, Superboy and Legion story, but it's Supergirl and Legion. Uh, the Legion's being so pure and Supergirl, you know, just being a fish out of water in the future. Um, very fun. And, and Brainy, it's more of a Brainy story than a Supergirl story. Okay. I'm going to try to get through these a little quicker. Because um, I didn't read any of the other ones. I know, Norm, you read some of these. I didn't uh, read the Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts 149. Uh, this is uh, when they're still on, they're fighting in the sewers, right? Yes, they incapacitated their handlers and they're they're fighting, but I actually did not read it. Uh, um, yeah, I'm very excited to read this. It's towards the top of my list. You, you know why I didn't read it? Because Shadowland just isn't interesting. Yeah, I'm That's trying to problem. think. You had to remind yeah. me, even though it says on the cover. But it's... Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. Oh, this this has is been great. So I fun. like Spider-Man and X-Men was was a great miniseries. This is another. Uh, it's I love the art and. Yeah. I, I mean, it's one where you can read one issue at a time. I mean, those part of a miniseries. Mm -hmm. They're kind of tied together very loosely, but the the theme is that it's retelling classic Fantastic Four tales back when Spider-Man was a part of the Fantastic Four, and just giving you a different perspective, fleshing this out art the details. Beautiful. It, it is, it is yeah. so so fun. It's like Howard Chaykin, but. Not checking it. Mario Incredible Hulks. I have not read this one. I, I oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's one of those stories. It's not nearly as good as like World War Hulk or uh, War Hulks and stuff, because um, it doesn't feel like too much as goes on between the issues, cause, and also because the issues come out so frequently. But it is essential Hulk reading. Um, they are taking an off world. There's a lot of smashing. They're, you know, it's not like they're back on Earth and like having picnics on the beach anymore. Incognito. I was very excited to read this. I have not had a chance to read this. Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. Totally, totally love that combo. This is, I I haven't yet, but it's like, I, I like the first issue. I have the first, I, I'll bring them in if you guys want to read them because I have those like handy. Yeah, yeah if you it, can, yeah. I, 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 would love th to. I think I have them all together, not like yeah. spread across like everywhere. But it's just, it's a great series. And it's superhero noir, right? Yeah, because uh, what we had in the, the first one, this, this dude, he was a villain. Mm -hmm. He goes through kind of like a witness protection thing, you know, to live a new, you know, turns over some evidence and he's trying to live a normal life, but he's just bored because he used to be a supervillain. Yeah. So it's like, what's he going to do now? So it's like the second volume of that. So that's cool. Ed Brubaker, creator, you know, own stories. It like, was Criminal. That was the other. Sleeper and Criminal. Sleeper and Criminal. Yeah, so the, the they they would make perfect movies. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't even need to adapt them liberally. I think Incognito has been picked up as a movie. Oh, exciting. So that would be, I think, I'm pretty. All right. Do you want to talk about what Sarah has in her hand first? Uh, let her give a chance to, have? to flip through it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't read oh, that. Okay, let's, let's talk about this next one then. Uh, I haven't read any Spider-Man. Oh man. So the last arc was super awesome because it was the Chameleons versus Ultimate Spider-Man, and his life basically. I love Bendis writing Ultimate Spider-Man. He just knows the character. I mean, he created the character, right? Mm -hmm. The personality. He writes teenagers so well. Uh, I know, like, some of the dialogue could be like very kiddy, but the complexity of teenage relationships tossed in with ha being superheroes in high school it is just fun to read that whole fantasy of you wanting to be what if you were a superhero in high school also spider-man has that this issue is all about picking up the the pieces from his life being ruined by the chameleons you know him getting uh dealing with his girlfriend who's gwen stacy and also his ex-girlfriend mary jane mm -hmm. and also a new girl at school um, and he's yeah. got his haircut. He has a haircut. He looks better. It's a different artist, actually. It's not yeah. Stuart. It's not a, what's his um, the one who's been doing it the past couple of times. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot the name of the artist. Well, La Fuente? Was, yeah, yeah, yes, La Fuente. So now it's Sarah Pacelli. Yes. Artists still find. One thing I did not like is there's a little overuse of same panels of the same art 
panels. You know how there's an artistic style where you zoom like, in on the art and maybe change the foreground character a little bit? Which was addressed in Invincible. Oh, <laughs> in, was it? In one, like issue 10 or something. Oh, I just read. That is used on every page in this story almost. Yeah. And it kind of bugged me a little bit. I mean, you do that thing where you read like panel by panel, like, is this the same art as a previous panel? Mm-hmm. And you like squint, like, oh, wait, the dots in the yep, same place. And like, and they change like a little oh bit. Oh my goodness! Is it, yeah, like every first, single panel. First, yeah, it kind of kind of bugged me. Oh a little my bit. gosh! Well, no, it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting approach, but yeah, yeah. it so, did it did bug me. I got to read that. Um, okay. Uh, Avengers versus Pet Avengers. Loved it. Really, loved I, I love the Pet Avengers. It's oh, a fun, it's so fun, book. so fun. Chris Eliopoulos. I mean, people should be. He, he does a good job because he also does Franklin, son of son of a genius. Mm-hmm. And and just Pet Avengers, just just fun books. So who are the Pet Avengers? Um, so we have Lockjaw, we have um, Zabu, Lo- Lockjaw, Lockheed, Lockheed. Uh, we got um, Red Redwing. Yes. Um, and you there's Thorg. Yeah. <laughs> the frog. Throg. 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 Yeah. And then there's um, s- uh, not, not Stricky. Uh, s- Speedball. Um, s- Robbie Baldwin's cat mm-hmm. Niles, which I forget <laughs> what they're calling him now. And then I love that Miss Lyons is here. But Ms. Lyons is actually a boy, is a male dog, even though his, his name is mm. Ms. Lyons. That's and, a fluffy one. Yeah, Ms. Lyons. Because, you know, Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. Yes. That's where Ms. Ms. Lyons came from. And so here's, it's out on the cover, it says Avengers versus the Pet Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not really fighting each other. Uh, there is a fight going on. The Big Bad is one of my favorites, Fing Fang Foom. Mm. And because Lockheed is also a dragon, there is uh, a lot of dragon lore. Okay. Time Masters. Worse, wasted potential. I'm such yeah, a waste. I'm sad about that, but I picked such, up such a waste. So I picked this up. This is a reprint. Uh, DC. Presents. Yeah, I didn't realize they've been doing a lot of these oh, young. I was so bummed. I I um skipped out on a lot of the Young Justice because I, I think when I forget when specifically. Okay, it came well this out. this is a reprint of the arc which was actually in JLA before the Young Justice series came out. Yeah, it was uh World Without Grownups, which is classic mm-hmm. Young Justice story. This is. The foundation of the uh, Tim Drake, Connor, and uh, Bart friendship, which has, you know, goes on to today, mm-hmm. and it is Superboy back when he was a punk with his crazy hair yep. and his belt, um, and it really it, it, obviously Young Justice grew because it was a spinoff comic and there were like other characters, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's so fun. It's classic. Yeah. I, I, so Todd Dezago, Mike McCone, and Humberto Ramos. So I picked that up because I. Wanted to have them. Before. Yeah, it's, I just wanted to have it handy and yeah. not have to search everywhere. Yeah, I, I yeah. have the individual issues. But. Um, Ultimate uh, Avengers. Uh, okay, d- misleading cover again. The internal artist, Steve Dillon. Steve Dillon, I think, has the same problem with John Romita Jr., where he's great with people just standing around talking, but just not... And, and, and they're both fine artists with, with the right writers. That's why I like Steve Dillon and Garth Ennis. Perfect combo. Oh, yeah, those... And John Romita, and uh, when he does Spider-Man, perfect. But... This is Mark Miller and Steve Dillon. It doesn't work. Steve Dillon draws freaky eyes. He does freaky grins. No, it's, it's always the eyes, like especially like on he all those buck pun- tooth on all the, the characters. The, the Punisher when he was Punisher. I forget what Punisher he did. Was this Punisher Max? Or, yeah, Punisher. Colors are really pretty. The, the eyes, and he did some Wolverine origins with with Dokken. Yes. The, yes. the eyes always yes. kind of freak me out. This story is. It's yeah. one of those like it gets worse and worse. Like the situation gets worse and worse for the Ultimates. But I don't know. It'll be wrapped in one issue. They're all turning vampires. That's the spoiler. <laughs> ultimate mystery number four. Ooh. I, ooh oh, man. So, Ultimate Mystery is the second part 
of, of a ultimate, big ultimate enemy. Ultimate enemy was the first. So like like they did with the previous big ultimate storyline, uh, it was uh, the Galactus one, right? It was mm-hmm. Ultimate Nightmare, then Ultimate um, something else. It was like three sets, right? The Ward Ellis wrote. This is Ultimate. This is another three sets. The first one was Ultimate Enemy, which just established that there is a big enemy, and this is Ultimate Mystery. Again, the creator back. It's Captain Marvel. Thing is now evolved again. Yeah, and I, the villain I don't, I don't is like uh, Reed Richards. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, um, I, I think it's worth it. X Men versus Vampires. Oh, yeah, actually, let's see that. Number two of two. Wait, um, is this tied with the X, the ongoing right Curse now? of the Mutants? Yeah. I'm, okay. And you know, I'm I'm gonna take a guess that maybe this isn't so good. Haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah, I didn't either. Why is it two of two? Why? What was the point of this? These the two story. I don't know. It's other yeah. mutants fighting vampires, which is what's going on in the regular X Men book. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Shadowland Moon Knight. I want to read this. Jeez, I so many much to read. You know, this was actually good because it's not actually really tied to Shadowland. It's more of a Moon Knight yeah. story. Yeah. He and goes out of New York and he uh, faces something from his past. Yeah, he's he's got he's facing some dark times, and it's gonna be interesting that Bendis is gonna be writing Moon Knight coming oh. up. Bendis and who? I forget who's doing the art, but. Yeah, so so the bad news is I, I'm assuming this means another relaunch. Moon Knight's had like a million. Co- David Finch Moon Knight did not turn out well. That the, I mean, it was good when, but then like when Charlie Houston stopped, and when he went the death of Mark Spector, and when he went south of the border, and just uh, I that was just like right after the Dark Reign crossover. I don't know what happened, but the current one's been good. The ven- Vengeance of Moon Knight. So I I don't understand why the need for another mm-hmm. friggin' relaunch. This is interesting. Reprint. Oh, the end. I love those X-Men classic vampire Dracula stories. Yeah, because and which is I, I like that they mentioned that I think it was in X Men three or whatever where Storm's like it's like yeah I have a connection to Dracula because mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uncanny X Men I have not read this. Have read the series. Um, Generation Hope is coming up. The I, I'm not. Is I'm that not a mini series? I, I don't know if it. Yeah, I think it's a mini series, but I'm not really looking forward to that. I, I I don't really care about Hope. I haven't been crazy about the Hope books. Yeah, so this Willis Portacio art? Yes. Okay. So I, yeah, haven't read that yet. I, this Five Lights, Zatanna. Zatanna. Sarah, did you get a chance to read this? Yeah, I mean, I I, I just, like, leafed through it a little bit. Um, this cover, though. I like the cover a lot. You do? I like it. I think it's, it's her casting a spell at you. And her, you can tell her she's, like, shouting out. And just like, there's nothing else. It's like, very like, poster-worthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... I thought that the ending was very unexpected and I think it while the other while the issues before it may have been a little bit weak Mm -hmm. this one's this I feel like this redeemed the story I thought it was pretty neat so I I, she's such a good character she's a lot of fun yeah oh yeah when she when they don't dwell too much I mean they can go either way right she can dwell the Grant Morrison style into her father and all the mystic art stuff Mm -hmm. and almost get vertigo-ish right or it could be fun as her doing her thing. She's such a unique character, like yeah. magician, entertainer, mm-hmm. but also part of the Justice League. And this really, like, and pulp. she's she's um, it's very light. Like the story's very light, but mm-hmm. it's dealing with some kind of serious issues. But the her decision to cast that spell at the end was very clever. It's something I didn't see coming, which is right. always fun. And the art is great. I think she's drawn yeah, very well. I think so too. I like it a lot. X Men Legacy. Dini likes her. I have I haven't been crazy about this. I like Mike Carey, but I don't 
I don't like some of these. It's been tough to read these X-Men books lately. Especially all these like new X-Men kids. I mean, it was great when, when Craig Kyle and Chris Yost were writing them, but they just seem so like whining and annoying, complaining about everything. We got Rogue and Magneto, and I don't really care about what they're, they're, this little mission they're on. Uh, Closet of Panther. I haven't read number one yet, and I don't know if you have, Sarah. No, I have so. not. So I'm hopefully this is worth picking up because it's one of four. This is number two, four. Okay. Um, Justice Society. I have Mark Guggenheim. Ooh, I didn't realize that he wrote this. And Scott Collin. I like Scott Collins. Scott Collins is like a he has like two different art styles, which is very interesting. So here it looks like his it's his other art style. <laughs> if you can read my mind, you know what I'm talking about with the first art style. So I have to read that. Hulk, Incredible Hulk's Enigma Force. Nah. Uh, I I started reading number one. I didn't get through it. I, I Just these characters, I, I feel like I don't really care about them. But maybe I'll give it a try. Jack of Fables. Uh-huh. So that's still, we're on issue 48. So that, that's, wow. it's been going a long time. So offshoot of Fables. Yeah. So which is good. And last and definitely least, <laughs> Deadpool team up. I thought I stopped buying this. I don't know why. I guess not. Is, is Marvel over its Deadpool like infatuation? It's kind of still going. Because you got Deadpool Pulp, which is like the noir version. You still got um, the regular Deadpool. Um, I'm not sure if the Merc with the Mouth is still going, if they, they cut that. But someone actually Twittered the Comic Vine Twitter and said that they're like really bummed out with Marvel team up this issue that – they they said they were a huge Deadpool fan, but they, and that that's how I feel about the the Marvel the Deadpool team up. I feel like that it that book needs to be canceled. This well, like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you you can write Deadpool. You know, Deadpool teaming up with others. You know, it could work. It could be interesting. It could be entertaining. But the ones that I've read, and I will admit, I haven't read them all because I I stopped reading them. I was, I was like, this is just just bad, and it was just it was just upsetting. So I I don't know, and I I think next issue he's he's teaming up with um, Thor. Mm. So I don't I don't know what's going on. So that is this week's comics. Uh, Good week overall. There's something else, but that's a not. great Umberto Rome. Yeah, so uh, Thor. cover though with Thor next uh, next month's issue or the next issue of Deadpool Team Up. Yes. Very cute. So getting into some news of the week. Big stuff. Uh, big news this morning or yesterday morning, I should say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Captain America Entertainment Weekly cover. Yes. Wait, what? Yeah. You what? didn't see that? No. Oh. I thought you had the Dark Knight title. No, Chris yet. Evans. Wait, Can I see it? Wait, Do you have it? I'm, I'm, I'm not. It looks really good. Oh my god, is this online? Yes. Yeah. We, online. we posted it Thursday morning. Where else do we work, my, Norm? I, I was out all yesterday on, on a shoot. No, just wait. Okay. All it's right. very nice. <laughs> Maybe we should re- cool. reveal the little secret. So it is. No, no, we're not going to reveal that. No, go ahead. Okay, it is really Thursday afternoon. Yeah. When we're recording this. It's not really a secret. Oh, which you can figure You're out. You're blown. Oh, you. Say we're in the future, Norm. My mind is blown. So, so Thursday morning, this morning, but this is not when the podcast is being posted, is uh, Entertainment Weekly posted a, a Oh, cover. So it's out, it was out today, this morning. Yeah, Thursday morning, but this I, is really I, Friday. I need to go get my iPad no, or something. It's, it's, it's just, it's him standing. He's, he's got the shield. There's like some bullet scratches marks on there. And he and looks he's super I need, serious. I need, I need to see this. Like oh. the leather, the blue, red, white leather. Gorgeous. We're going to move on. looks really good. Yeah, you don't have your iPhone or anything on you? I, 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 no, I don't. Oh, my, my goodness. So, yeah, so it, that's been revealed. And there's there's some, oh some quotes. God. I can't wait to go home and get my entertainment weekly. From him. <laughs> and I'm serious. 
and I, I I like it just from from the look at it and you know I think he looks uh I think it looks really good because that's the one I'm most skeptical about. That was the one I'm most skeptical about too because to me. All I can think of is Johnny Storm. You know, Chris Evans yeah. is Johnny Storm. He's, he's so, a choker. Uh-huh. Right? Wisecracking. He's not a leader. He's super he's in character in patriotic. this picture. It's so cool. He's not... Like, if you look at Steve Rogers in, in all the Secret Avenger stuff, like him wearing that new uniform, mm-hmm. like this really big football captain, Steve Rogers. Oh, he totally... Right? He, he does it. He works it. And I like the quote. He's like, if, if I don't take the job, I'm effed. If I do take the job, I'm effed. Wow, that's interesting. So I, I think this is good because that whole thing is, you know, he he's a joker. You know, he's he's Johnny he's, Storm. He's kind of been typecasted, right? So this is definitely, if he does a good job with this. Yeah, this could, oh this could just break that. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like the Patriot style. Like, it's it's very, mm-hmm. like, you know, not caricatured. Mm-hmm. Which is good. He looks great I, as Captain I, America. I was a little worried that they would go, like, the chainmail route, oh. which... Um, I'm glad I, they I, didn't. I think it was was it John Cassidy that really John Cassidy loves accentuated the feathery chainmail, huge, humo- like bigger than like like a half dollar like size. <laughs> and I just thought that was too much. Well, it looked like a like a like a, a frou frou or whatever. I, I think <laughs> if he's walking around, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be making too much noise. You know, yeah, like no stealth missions. For, no, this he looks like a good. soldier. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, enlisted. Good. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like I think I mentioned before, from what they said, the reason Captain America has a, a flashy, maybe gaudy type costume is the government's like, they're like, okay, we have one super soldier because the formula's gone. He's too valuable. We can't have him out on, you know, in the war because if he dies, there's no one else. So we're going to have him be a symbol and he's going to be going around entertaining the troops on the USO shows. So that's why he's in a flashy costume. And then, I don't know if they've changed the plot or not, but then he goes AWOL to go save a friend, whether it's Bucky or I don't know who. Right. And then he's out wearing a costume, and then he realized that he can be, like, the symbol, you know, leading the troops, and so he kind of keeps... He needs it. to be super soldiery, though. Yeah. I'm so glad they made his hair more classic All-American yeah, than, yes. than bro, the sca- surfer bro, which yeah. it normally is. But it, it's very fitting at a time. It looks like yes. the 1940s. I need to get on forums and... And discuss this with foreign people. Because you know what? We're not you know enough. what, though? <laughs> <laughs> Scrutinize. Norm, get back here. You got to get in your seat. I hope I hope all guys decide to get that haircut because I kind of love it. I don't know. Okay. So moving on. That is. He looks. want to eat him up. Um, backing up earlier in the week. <laughs> give me my phone back before you keep that. Um, <laughs> the Runaways movie. Is delayed. Is, is delayed, and I guess Marvel. It's not really sure what to do, what, what route. And I think it's a good thing. They, they yeah, almost, take your time. You know, no yeah. rush. figure it out. Because yeah. yeah, I don't think it needs to fit in with no all the other ones. Absolutely not. Plus, but, I think the direction they were going in was not necessarily the right one. Mm-hmm. Like too Twilight y. Yeah, but that's what the kids like. At least yeah. right now. Yeah. Who knows what they'll like in twenty thirteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, two and a half years away. <laughs> there is a search for a new J. Jonah Jameson, obviously, cool. because you know they're rebooting the movie, and I guess J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons, Simmons will will not be be He's back. Perfect. Um, so some of the names that they're they're throwing out is John Slattery. He was mm, Roger Sterling and Madden. Yeah, the gray, gray hair guy. He was also Howard Stark. 
Oh, yeah. Which yeah. could be weird, but I guess different universe. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the other name, I guess, is Sam Elliott, who is General oh, Thunderbolt yeah. Ross. Uh, you need to be pull off the mustache. If you can pull up the mustache, the Hitler mustache. Yeah. Then, and, and not yelling look like at Hitler. Parker. Yeah, yeah, not look like Parker. Hitler. Yeah, yell at Parker. I mean, J.K. Simmons kind of caricatured, right? You know, the fast talking mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of annoying at first, but kind of grew into it, right? Because yeah. the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans were kind of all like supposed to be fun, like throwbacks to the old Spider-Man days. Uh, as long as it's not like how Perry White was in Superman Returns. Yeah. That I was not Perry that. White. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love that guy, uh, Frank uh, Langella, I think his name is, uh, he was not Perry White at all. Although, you know, Hugh Laurie was supposed to be Perry White. Really? In Superman Returns, because uh, Brian Singer and Hugh Laurie are best buddies. Here's a bit of trivia. In the comic books, you know, Perry White had a son who died. Yes. You know who the father was? It was not Norman Perry, Osborn. It was, it was not Perry White. <laughs> it was, uh, the son's father was actually Lex Luthor. What? Mm-hmm. And Perry White found out like shortly, and he's like, uh, "Yeah." So that, that was back in like the the late '80s. Since I was You're like my mind here. reading those those garage review comics, and and yeah, there's it reminded me about that. Uh, let's go. To, uh, we'll talk about Indiana Jones. 3D re-releasing in 3D. So cool. I don't understand. I I like 3D movies. I don't mind them, and I, I know really a like lot them. of people hate them. I know Sarah does not like them, and and I always hear whenever we post about movies. People are like, oh, I hate 3D and all this stuff. And I think it's getting like too much. Like everything's in 3D, you but know? It's, it's just it, weird. So it's like, depends. Do people like it or not? Depends if it's a movie that's shot just for 3D yeah. and takes away from the 2D movie. Like if, then I'm, I'm totally against that. If they make it as a good 2D movie, which just so happened to shoot with 3D cameras, so they have a 3D version, I'm okay with that. Remaking old 2D movies as 3D depends on the movie. I think Star Wars could be cool mm-hmm. 3d mm-hmm. indiana jones i don't think you need 3d you don't need i don't 3D know it's that. similar concept to star wars I, I think it could be but there's the not like scenes. the action scenes don't have too much depth. jackass didn't need to be in 3d oh, oh no jackass totally needed to be in 3D no the point of shooting that movie was to have like you know boats in your face speed boats yeah i don't know it, to me it doesn't really make that much of a difference like, it's not like this crazy experience. You know, I don't oh. feel like I'm in the movie. I just feel like I'm closer to the screen. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't have any, like, vomiting in 3D. Oh, I mean, there was yeah. lots of vomiting. That's, that's, I actually that's didn't okay. See the movie. I'm sorry. I you haven't I, seen it? I want to see it, though. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Tony saw it, my, too. My wife, even, she does, she's not a Jackass fan, but she, she chuckled sometimes. I used to okay. love yeah. Jackass. We saw. A, I wouldn't a, pay for yeah, it. We, we saw a matinee. I wouldn't pay $15. On, on Saturday in How Fairfax. And we were the only ones in the theater. Wow. So it was nice. I could actually laugh and cringe. You know, I will we'll say right now, when there's the, the tooth part. That oh, was, my God. I, did I couldn't like even that. watch that. So that's the thing. It's, I got to think about like laugh out loud funny parts, and then there's a cringe part. I don't like cringe humor. I like funny humor, but cringe humor. Yeah. Porta potty. Steve-O's last bit was too much. Yeah. So okay. we'll, okay, since Can't you talk too much about that. Do a separate right. podcast for that. Um, let's see what else. We, no ordinary family. I'm assuming I'm the only one watching that show. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are the only Sorry. person in the world now, I, watching that, that show. That is not true because it has been picked up for a full season. Just for you, Tony. It's ABC. I, it's it's, it's not a bad show. It's, it's an ABC family show that they put on ABC because they had nothing else. It, it, it's got Michael Chiklis. I'm a, I'm a the Shield fan. Uh, type and, and Julie Benz. She's okay. It's Julie Benz. Oh, she, says yeah, Dexter, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel. She's, she, she's playing a smart character. Oh, and and she's a speedster. Hmm. The it's, thing it's is, Incredibles live. 
Yeah. Come on. I don't like the kids. That's exactly what I thought I when I like saw the, the, the trailers yeah. for it. It's 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 a fun. It's surprising. It's better than you would think. It's okay. it's. I, I'm not gonna bash because I haven't and seen it. But whether this is, this is a good test or a bad test, my my wife actually watches the show with me. That's a bad test. Yeah. And she she, she wasn't a, a heroes fan. And a lot of people don't like heroes. <laughs> but she can actually tolerate the show. Okay. So. So uh, I guess I, maybe it has non-comic appeal. TV too. shows don't superheroes don't work as TV shows. Sorry. Uh, we haven't talked about this at all. Walking Dead. <gasps> AMC this Sunday. 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 Halloween. Sunday. 10 p.m. Our friend Gary Wooda, friend of Tested.com, is going to be in it. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. He's oh, yeah, he's a, right. he's pajama zombie. Pajama zombie. That's his actual. It's his character name. Wow, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, lots of stuff going on about that. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I please cannot. watch Tony's three, three, three minute three expert. Minute. It well, the unofficial three minute. It's 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 a three minute expert, but it's not an official yes. three. I had someone ask about that. Why it wasn't called a three minute expert? Because it's, I say three minute expert. It's basically telling you everything, and this couldn't be done telling you everything without spoiling. A lot the of majority of, yeah. the, of the comic and it's it's really that. someone said this was, it took place it covered the whole first arc and it's really only i only got it i didn't get past issue four yeah it's really mainly issue one and two yeah that's covering it but that's really all you need plus you didn't give away the important details yeah i didn't want to give anything away and there's there's also been talk i don't know where it's going to diverge but that the the tv series is going to kind of branch off in a little mm. slightly different direction. so this is based on the trailer from the tv show kind of explaining to you if you haven't read the book but you've seen the trailer what who the people in the trailer are and pretty much essential viewing if you're going to yeah. watch the show. Give mm-hmm. the show yeah. a chance. Um, also in January, Image is going to start relaunching or reprinting the series, starting every with week. issue one every week. So oh. if you have not been reading the series, and if you you're... How, how Naruto of them? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting on my volume six trade from Amazon. So I think I'm getting that next week. Is that Mm-hmm. Issue six, yeah, came out I think last week, but Did I five just came out like a month ago. No, nah, it's not soon enough. But I I don't want to pay thirty four. I'm too cheap. I don't want to pay thirty four dollars because this is coming out of like my money, not comic buying money, because there's no comic buying. Money. But yeah, so I that will be coming next week, and I will, of course we'll share it with everyone in the office awesome. because I'm generous that way. Awesome. Um, and also uh, Superman Earth One, I'm I'm buying that too. Yeah. But it came out this week, but I didn't. Think we want to some some, re- some reviewers got a sneak peek at it a little bit early, so yeah. they got to yeah. Thanks, talk about, thanks DC. Talk about that. So um, can, I, can I say it? I mean, it's a podcast. Like, who cares? Yeah. So I read this review where the reviewer compared Shane Davis's art to Jim Lee's, and yeah, I mean, if you guys can see Norm's face right now, He's it's like, it's like why was found in why the did he do that? Which was my reaction as well. But then he went on to like criticize Shane Davis's artwork, and based on all of the panels and all the pages that I've seen that DC has released for Superman Earth One, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Shane Davis's art. In fact, I'll go so far as to say that it's probably going to be one of the redeeming qualities of that graphic novel. So, I'm eleven, nodding my head. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really understand how how you. It looks nothing Maybe like if Jim you've Lee's never art. read a freaking comic book in your life and the only yeah. artist that you know, you know, is Jim Lee because he's done, you know, yep. some spectacular work, but oh he's like goodness. the most mainstream artist, I, I mean, I, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Probably yes. the one that's got the most money. So uh, it's just so silly. Yes. I mean, but whatever. You know what? 
whatever. So Sarah and I will do an, uh, trading views on that Thank at some you. point. When, yeah, when, can't when, wait, when actually. I'm kind of excited. Um, uh, very briefly, I just want to mention zombie stuff, zombie Jesus, Rob Liefeld. And as I mentioned the other day, I'm surprised no one's done it before. Some it's, other people have done it before. That's why I, he's I just it's the first one to make a comic book out I, of it. If, if you haven't picked up, if it's still on sale, if you can find it. I recommend getting uh, Jesus versus Vampires. It's, um, it's one shot. It's hilarious. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, Ghostwriter two spits in their faces with holy water, <laughs> and it burns their face off. <laughs> nice. Ghostwriter two's got a budget cut. That's so no, fun. So freaking so offensive. So they're going to make Ghost Rider with a smaller budget than originally planned. <laughs> Go figure. So, so what? Like there won't be flames on the motorcycle? <laughs> it's going to be a match. If we can put be, flames Zippo, on Brad's Zippo head for lighter. the live show, they can put flames on that motorcycle. Metaphorical Ghost Rider. Yeah, right? there you go. Uh, there's a rumor Adam Berg may be directing Deadpool. He's done like some c- weird kind of commercial stuff, which I haven't watched them all, so... Because uh, Robert Rodriguez, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I guess he's not going to do it. He's he's busy. He's, he's I actually, I just watched uh, Machete. I just, I just watched Machete. Machete. So bad. Uh, Did you love it? No, it's no, super no, campy. No. The thing is, I didn't love it because I had, it was just the trailer, right? And because all the good, all the plot was like in the trailer, all it was was filler. The well, yeah. I filler. mean, it was, it was pretty awful. And I know he's trying to be like a guerrilla filmmaker. If the movie came out on its own without everyone had seen the trailer with um, Death Proof and, 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 and uh, Grindhouse, I think it would be fine like, as a cult movie. But because there were these high expectations, all they did was literally take the trailer and turn it into a full-length movie. Yeah. Which I guess was the point. But Although I like Michelle Rodriguez in that movie. She was good. Jessica Alba was terrible. Well, she's always terrible. I don't understand terrible. people's fascination with Jessica Alba. I understand she's like super hot or whatever, but she's a ch- shitty actress. Sorry. Dark Angel. James Cameron. Married Cash Warren. Michelle Rodriguez, though, is really good. She's a tough guy. Tough girl. Tough she's guy. She's a tough, tough guy. guy. She's, oh. she's a tough guy. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The Flash. They're talk- Mark Guggenheim has been talking about the Flash movie. He said it's going to be three movies in one. So they're, they're saying it's going to be like one-third forensic thriller because of the Barry Allen police. It sounds prop. like he's pitching a studio right now. It's gonna be one third. Guys, guys, get this. It's gonna be one third superhero movie, and this this next one doesn't really make sense. One third sports. Okay, of, like try <laughs> and feel, try picture and feel this. Elements. Superheroes still popular, but on the outs. My movie just one third superheroes. <laughs> Everyone loves CSI. CBS has like five CSI shows. One third forensic thriller, and then we're gonna get the NASCAR dads and make it about speed and sports. Well, there I mean, you go. Is they, that your pitch? They've compared. Pitch. They've compared it to Seven. They said it's gonna have like dark, darkness. Like, like so. That's it's not be, the Flash. Be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Batman. <laughs> totally don't get it. Kind of saving this for for last. Uh, so we have a title: The Dark Knight dun, Rises. Done. Done. There is gonna be no Riddler. Done. Done. No sorry. Riddler. That's okay. And you're having a Nolan moment. They're saying that. Possibly, there was a rumor that that they're that he was auditioning several female actresses in their <gasps> late twenties, early thirties. But again, this is from a studio insider. <gasps> but if there's no Riddler, and you know, a lot of everyone's saying uh, supposedly a lot of these the the actresses didn't know what who they were auditioning for, obviously because they would reveal it. And the, who are the actresses? They they won't reveal oh. that. Supposedly, <laughs> I, I I I'm not going to mention the, the site that talked about this. But they said oh that they the, this this site 
after their insider told them all this, they, the site contacted a lot of these actresses, and they wished not to have their names mentioned because they didn't want to jinx it. But all these actresses like replied right away. And Sarah, you know what it's like when you contact the publicist and all this and trying to get like comment, no comment, you know, answer my my email. It's going to be Marion Colliard or whatever her name is. Thank you. That is exactly what I said yesterday. That is so funny. And it's going to be her. It's Catwoman. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Why? Because it's a Nolan movie. It's a Nolan movie. He likes to use it. He loves actors. And, and, he, and he loves her. And he loves her so much. She's so classy. She's perfect for the role. It's going to bring her back to the Falcone family. It actually so would make be... it would make more sense if she was Talia, though. You could bring Talia could the, the tie-in to Rachel Gould angle. Please don't mix them together. Yeah. And, and don't make Talia be Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> that no, would be that bad. would be terrible. The other, what I Can you out, imagine yeah. if they did that? <laughs> yep. they, they, My dad's dead, so I became a prostitute. They could bring in Harley yes. Quinn, which would not fit in with the movie unless they went a darker Harley Quinn. Just because you know, maybe. Please don't be Harley. Harley Quinn should not belong at all. They'll so do, do like Arkham. Let's Asylum. title the movie, right? What's been revealed so far? Nolan's confirmed. Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their thoughts on that. Um, no 3D. No 3D. Thank goodness. He says that he is making it. This is the last movie in his trilogy. You have to watch it as a trilogy, which is good news. But my only worry is. How much of it will tie back to the first movie? Because when you call it the Dark Knight you. Rises, then it kind of feels like it's just a sequel to the Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. those two movies stand on their own. Well, I'm hoping that as a visionary, it will be all three, yeah, which would make sense to put Talia in the movie yeah. and yeah. not Catwoman. Well, I think it would make sense more Falcone because then you have the, the crime family from the first movie also. That is true. Fal- Why not both? It's supposed to be Falcone. I hate saying Falcone. And there's also, I mean, there's there's still name. we we could still see Two Face. He may not necessarily be dead. Oh, he's dead. He's he totally not. dead. Aaron, Aaron Eccles, 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 Eccles is is hoping that he's not his dead. His heroic chin is he, hoping. He, he's 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 made some some comments about that. Whether you know, Two Face might not be dead. But he did, yeah, he did say that but he's he gonna bring like back yeah the actors and the characters from the first movie, the first two movies, like you know, just like Scarecrow was in the second movie. So you have that continuity that's established. Mm-hmm. So. Marion Cotillard and the other the winner. other rumor. She, well deserved. She's very good. One of my, she's in one of my favorite films, and it's a French film. The other rumor about the this Batman movie, I just find it weird that Batman's not in the title. And I understand because he had Dark Knight and the second one. Batman wasn't titled Dark Knight either. I know. I understand it, but it just seems weird. It's like you would think that they would want Batman in a title to sell it, unless he, does, he doesn't need it. Just like next... he doesn't need a golden lasso to get people to tell yeah. the truth. <laughs> Let's spend thirty seconds <laughs> coming up with alternate names for the movie. Quick, um, in a circle. It's that game. Batman's. I, I think the, the rise Nightfall. of the, oh, rise of the Dark Knight oh, would you're be good better. At this. Keep um, going. Uh, Night's End, Night Quest, <laughs> A New Night, Good Night Batman. <laughs> good Night Batman. <laughs> and a Good Night Moon. A Night to Remember. Batman, Batman. A Night at the Opera. Gotham Knights, Shadow of the Bat. I'm just naming like it. Every single GCPD. Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Detective Comic. The other thing. The other thing. Hush. Um, hey, that would be good. Put Hush in the movie. Yeah. Tom Hardy is Hush, but no. The rumor of Tom Hardy is, according to IMDb, he is listed as Harvey Bullock. I'm itchy. I need, I need to know. eat some more donuts. Uh, wear a fat suit. So two British people as... You know, oh, that reminds CBD. me of that one time that Tyra Banks dressed up in a fat suit oh, the worst thing to ever. feel like... like 
like, that was the worst. It, this worst, is what it feels like. And then she started crying on her show, like and with, I, with these and other you want, women. Don't you want to slap her yeah, in the face? There's like these other, like you know, clearly women who have like self-esteem issues, like yeah. trying to comfort her, and like. Why are you feeling bad for Tyra Banks? She's a fucking She's a supermodel. Like she can take off the suit. Why? Oh my god! You don't know what it feels That's like at all. That's as bad as as how irritating it was when Beyonce was on the show and they were ta- they spent five minutes talking about how they can go to sleep in their makeup. Okay, you know what? And this I wanted to totally tangential. Let's continue with comments. Yeah. Now we are done. That is it. Oh. I guess I guess end on Tyra Banks. So Tony will be at Long Beach Comic Con and he'll come back next week with lots of awesome footage. And if you are in town and you go to Long Beach Comic Con, then uh, he'll be doing something on Friday, right? Friday night, uh, 8.30, Islands Across Islands. Street. We're just having dinner, and if anyone's in the area, please stop by. Um, yeah, we're, I, I think I have some Comic Vine buttons that Sora will be maybe giving out. Ooh. So. Also, a uh, live show today mm-hmm. is for free. Friday. Yeah, for Friday, um, October 30th, 29th. 29th. I'm yes. confused. Um, Friday, October 29th is available for everyone. So uh, be sure to watch that. It will be interesting. Happy Halloween. Yes. Yes. And don't forget. Long Halloween. There goes another title. Oh, perfect. Don't Dark forget. Victory. Don't forget. Dark Vic- that, would be, that would be the perfect title. Yeah. That is a comic book podcast. As you two keep talking, I am going to end this. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> now, now I can unthink it. Make sure you watch Dark Knight. The Walking Dead. Batman. Dark victory. And Dark victory. Yeah. We will yeah. talk to you sequel. next week. I'm gonna cut these guys the dark off. Rising. Thanks. Thanks for dark. listening. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. The, the rising darkness. Sun. That sounds like a. Porno. Don't don't eat any unwrapped <laughs> Halloween candy. The rising so darkness. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.